This podcast is brought to you by Backyard Box Office Kansas City. Listen up, NFL fans. Imagine you're in the backyard, ribs on the smoker, two hours to kick off, and all the neighbors will be at your house soon. But you only have 50 inches of screen and a few couch spots. This year, call Backyard Box Office Kansas City and have them bring the big screen outdoor theater experience to you with screens from 10 feet all the way up to 23 feet. Everyone in the neighborhood can come together to watch the big game for scheduling and prices. Go to BackyardBoxOfficeKC.com and use code TLC for 10% off. Again, that's BackyardBoxOfficeKC.com, code TLC for 10% off. Listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Uh, we'll start off with Sean Taylor. You deserve it, but no one else does. <laughs> Dan no Snyder does. is a piece of shit. No one deserves you, Sean Taylor. <laughs> your family deserves better. A lot better. Welcome to wish, the TLCFB. I wish I could just rip the rights of Sean Taylor's name from Washington's franchise. Get but, into yeah. all but other they're, st- they're still definitely yeah. getting royalty checks, so it's like they can't, but they can. Right. And I, I just wish I could do that, but also keep getting the royalty checks because, yeah. man, Washington's just... Just every other... What, he was number 21, right? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just have every other stadium just like etch in stone twenty one somewhere, and have it be like the Sean Taylor Memorial Column or yeah. something in your stadium. Just have twenty one Sean Taylor, and Washington doesn't get one. Well, every every team should have their own. Obviously, they have their own hall or their ring of fame, right? But they all also have their own uh, team hall of fame, right? Mm-hmm. Inside their own stadium, so everybody should, except for Washington. Until Dan Schneider leaves, <laughs> should should etch that in there. Yes, I hate that franchise. And the Chiefs should play like it because that's your game this week. Chiefs. Breaking news: Cliff Kingsbury positive for COVID. That's rough. <laughs> Breaking news: There you go. Start off the podcast. Nothing, Chiefs. Breaking news: <laughs> Yesterday, because you're listening to this on a that's different right. day. <laughs> yeah, you are. That is Bre- right. breaking news. Like 12 hours ago, no one's listening to this at 7:41 a.m. No one is listening to this podcast <laughs> at 7:41 in the morning. Hey, if you're just getting you off are. work, that's true. I appreciate that's you. true. It's possible. I appreciate you. It's possible. Or if you just are now going to bed at 7:41 a.m. because it's a Friday night and you like to party like that, we also appreciate you're you. You're welcome. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> Nothing cures a hangover quite like the TLCFP, <laughs> the black coffee of podcasts. <laughs> there you go. It's not just a black. It's a dark roast. Yes, that's just the most bitter bean you could exactly. Get. Yes, no Ni- the nitro cold brew of. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a nitro cold brew. Sounds bad. I'm trying to transition. So here's not he- that bad, but uh, let, let's get, let's try another transition into Chiefs Washington. Will Patrick Mahomes be the nitro cold brew of quarterbacks in a good way, and that he's going to inject this team with a little energy? They're going to get a win. Was that better? Was that good? Or we want to talk there about real go. nitro cold brew more? <laughs> I mean, nitro cold brew is pretty damn good, but we're just going to leave. We'll have to that. try one. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is definitely about to 
uh, inject some energy and some some will to win into this team because if he doesn't, then this season's going to be a long. So if long they lose season. at Washington, man, like it's do or die time now. We got we got Washington, Tennessee, and then we got three easy teams. Uh, we should. I can't remember who the third one is, but before we move too far, if we forward, can't get it done here. Let's go over some Man. of the injury reports. Yes, let's do that because there are some. There was some breaking news earlier today for us about yes. who's out. So out for sure, Chris Jones, Javarius Ward. I believe there was a third. Yeah, it's Blake Bell. Blake Bell. That one's a little, yeah, a little less uh, we notable. Got Jody. Nobody yes. cares. I think Noah Gray is still out. Is he? I think so. Maybe not. Uh, he's not on the injury report, not, but we'll see. So he he probably will be active for this game. Yeah, he'll probably think. be active. But we also have one out for Washington right now. It is Curtis Samuel, so that helps out a lot. Now, questionable for the Chiefs. I believe he's on IR, so I don't think there's even a possibility for him. Uh, he's listed as out. Jared Norris for them is the only one listed on IR. Gotcha. Uh, they, have, um, they have a few outs uh, for Washington. Sam Cosme, the tackle, he is out. Um, they're going to beat up. Beat up line. Brendan Scherf, yep, he's out. Like uh, Curtis Samuel, like we said. Beat up both sides of the line. Yeah. Um, Tanner Vallejo. So yeah, Chandler it, Jones. It, it's a uh, it, Rodney like, Hudson's out. Some that's in, huge. Some definitely some injury problems here for both Phillips sides. Jordan Phillips is out, which is a big one. Um, they've got they've got. Oh, sorry. That's I'm looking Same. at the, that was the that was the Cardinals. I'm I looking at the totally uh, wrong report. Um, either way, so bunch of uh, outs and a few questionables for Washington. Questionable. Terry McLaurin is also questionable. Is he questionable? He is listed as questionable. I like that. Uh, uh, Diami Brown, their number two receiver, also listed as questionable. Uh, the and Antonio Gibson has not looked good all week. It is possible that JD McKissick is a starter. So basically, their top week. like. Their top, what, four or five offensive weapons are questionable or out. Yeah. Now, questionable for the Chiefs, obviously Joe Dooney, who had yeah. um, the broken hand. It is and expected that he will play. Yeah. Played with it last say, it's week. Sounding, didn't tell it's sounding like no. he's going to play. It sounds like he's going to play. Tyreek Hill was questionable with a knee. He's mm-hmm. had limited practice uh, all I've week. I've heard that's optimistic as well. Yep. And then Anthony Hitchens, uh, who was questionable in light practice all week, but more than likely will play yep. because we're not going to put – Oh, uh, well, we probably would put Ben Neiman back out there. Yes, we, we would because we're the Chiefs. Uh, something that I'm definitely watching for this game, and I'm sure all of Chiefs Kingdom is, Dan Sorensen's snap count is going to be <laughs> a big, high. big thing. Arrowhead Live is out there saying that for sure – Dan Sorensen will play less than 70% of the snaps. He's expected, hmm. they, they said for sure he's expected anywhere from 40 to 60% of the snaps. 70% is still way too much, but it's progress. 40% is too much. I do trust Arrowhead Live yes, when, they, when they drop <laughs> some knowledge like that. However, in this situation, we've not been expect- wrong way too much. <laughs> I, I'm not expecting him to play less than 70% of the snaps. Yeah, just, did- even if we go nickel, he's still, like, Dan Sorensen will be on the field. 70 over 70% of the snaps. It's just Dan Sorensen should never be put in a situation ever where he, where he is going to be one on one with anybody. Yeah, I'm perfect with him. Never be let alone with anybody. I'm fine with him, but he let not even a tight end. There's Dawson Knox. It's Dawson Knox. He quit on the route. He quit not on the route. Yeah, I don't know, man. Dawson Knox just burnt him like with Josh Allen. I don't mind him. His responsibility is zone and not full-on coverage. Yeah. 
Like if you're if he's, when we put him in that nickelbacker position, if he's going to be the guy, Dan Sorensen should not be in coverage. Should not ever be allowed in coverage when he's expected not man on to man. Be, when not he's one expected on one. to be more than 15 yards downfield, or if even if it's a zone, if you're in a situation where the zone might take him into a he's the only guy deep situation or the only guy that might take a guy deep situation, that cannot happen. You that cannot man should let that literally happen. Be only responsible for flats. So here's what I'm going to be looking <laughs> and even for. Then, no, that's please not very much. Here's what I'm going to be looking for over the next three weeks, but this game specifically. Can the defensive line, I don't care who's out there, can anybody on the defensive front get pressure against what we consider to be bad teams or not so great teams? Can we get Certainly pressure banged with up the O-line. front four without yeah. having to put six or seven down linemen or blitzers? Right. A banged up O-line, a backup quarterback. Against three um, teams. And in fairness, Taylor Heineke is not bad. He's, he's still a, a backup a, quarterback. He is a backup quarterback. He should have been their starter. He might have should have been their starter, but uh, I'm picking I him mean, up on fantasy this week. I have both, him already. Both the quarterbacks on their team are backup backup quarterbacks. I mean, he's still putting up like 37 points a game in fantasy, <laughs> especially against the Chiefs. That's because we have freaking points for completions, but that's a uh, different. I may story. play him over Pat Mahomes this week. Wow! All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I think Pat's going to put up quite the numbers yeah. as well. <laughs> it's going to be very hard. Both of them are going to put up over 40 this week. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's uh, it, it is the Chiefs defense, so I actually— Actually, yeah, that made that's it. What I, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I did pick him up for a reason on a different league. Uh, the injuries are really interesting, though, because Traverius Ward— um, The Chiefs have some depth a corner like enough yeah. that you don't feel miserable mm. about it but it's not like obviously it's been well tread ground everywhere on this podcast on a lot of other places where people talk chiefs the defense is not very good no and it's not looked very good and the corners have not looked super good uh although i do think a lot of that truly is spags, the, is spags and dan Sorensen's fault 100 percent of it uh i i i don't think the corners have really looked too bad. No, now, there's been moments been the, of looking bad. They've definitely been the shining part it's of this the, defense. It's Dan and Ben Neiman who are overshadowing this bad defense and the defensive line. Yes. That's overshadowing. If we can get any amount of pressure without any pass rush, blitz the, every single play, because that is going to be what the issue is behind. If we're going to have to rush seven, that's <laughs> less people in the in the back being able to cover. It's just not going to be good if we can't get hands on the quarterback, especially yeah. if we're running seven. The pass right. rush alone, I think, is is bad. It's not the bottom of the league, I don't believe, but it's, it's definitely not where you want it to be. And then that paired with Ben Neiman and Dan Sorensen just not being able to cover for more than like a second and a half that is combining for some just some really bad poor defensive play um also just uh, there's been some times where mike hughes has been lost it's also his first year in a system but i think those things combined is why it's been so bad so there's problems that can be fixed and this i think turns around fast but it's I, i just don't know if we can fix it so we'll see and this defense i still will argue is decently better than the 2018 defense in theory on paper in theory and but i think they've even shown flashes of it against mm-hmm. the chargers and even against the bills which some people might say like what are you talking it's about against the bills better, we got some good stops but they it's got a, like four stops against the bills which the 2018 defense would never it's ever it's a better ever defensive done. unit they're just not pro- 
producing anything. That's and no, it's partly because the pass rush is so bad, which the 2018 defense, to its credit, mm-hmm. the, they were able to generate a pass rush with D Ford, Justin Hughes on the outside, that was Chris the only Jones part on the inside. Of the defense that was yes, working. that was the only defense, <laughs> only part of the defense we're talking about. But they did make plays that way. Uh, this this team has pretty much no pass rush consistently. Want to so. give a hot take? Let's hear it. Frank Clark's going to have a breakout game. I like it. He's not been like bad. He's going to have a breakout game. This is He's not he had, listed on the injury report in any way. He's yeah. going to play this week. Hamstrings are looking fine on both legs. I'm giving him a breakout game this week. He like was it. showing flashes last game, and I, I, I was definitely excited to see that because we haven't seen that in a little while out of Frank Clark. Yeah. Would I call it roughing the passer? The one thing that I want to see coming back when Chris Jones is, is eventually back in, move him inside. I don't care that he doesn't have the weight. He's Mike still Dana's dominant. Been fine. He's still going to be dominant enough. I want to see him and Frank Clark back on the same side. Yes. And yeah. just dominate an entire side. You can put Derek Nottie or Colin Sanders on the, on the other side, and they're going to be able to plug up enough holes or be able to get through because you're going to have to put three or four guys over on whatever side that Chris Jones and Frank Clark are back on. Whether that stops them, that's going to open up gaps on the other side, which is why I think Tano was still, he was able to to, to make sure to cover on the outside, contain, make sure it stayed inside of him. That's why I didn't that, like having him gone. I didn't like having Taco gone. That's a guy that's not on a team. We should be picking up the phone and making a call. We definitely should be at this point. Um, But I do expect Frank Clark to have a breakout game against the Washington football team when they're doing the ceremony of retiring 21 Sean Taylor. Who deserves it? The Washington football team does not deserve it, but Sean Taylor deserves it. Uh, I I like the Frank take. I think he's the the Washington O-line is beat up. Uh, and I like that. I think he's been playing well. I could definitely see that. I don't. I don't think that's a crazy take. Uh, I think it will confuse fans if he does have a good game, and <laughs> no one wants to think of him. <laughs> be like, well, are we cutting him? Or, uh, I don't know what. The, <laughs> I thought we were trading him. I don't know what to it's do. It's going to be another added chaos to <laughs> yeah. Cheese Twitter. I'll say but, this one too. Hey, I, I'll take chaos if it's because we're playing good. Yes. I'll say this one too. We're going to have 500 total yards of offense. Damn. That's Washington's nice. defense is not very good. They've given up 415.8 yards per game. They, We've only put up 426 yards per game, which is, I say only, that's right. that's very good it's for still, an offense. Still quite good. Someone We're putting our, up 500 yards of total offense this game. Someone in our dynasty football league picked this Washington football team's defense in like round seven. And I yeah. just, I'm going to remember that forever. No, you don't listen to this, but that was an <laughs> awful pick. That we, was we so bad. We thought that that was going to be the much better side of the ball. I'm pretty sure I picked Washington. the Tampa Bay defense in like round 13, which is fine because I already had like most of my bench filled. And I was just like, well, I guess I'll just get a season long defense at least. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, their defense is not very good. I, I do like what I've seen from Taylor Heineke. I don't think he's awful. I, I think he's decent. Uh, and I and I think also I think, Ricky honestly, Seals Jones is a good pickup. Good with a bad team around him. I think you give him a decent team, and he becomes a much better quarterback. I don't think he's bad or even decent at all. I think he's actually a fairly good quarterback, just with awful players around him. I wouldn't even. I don't even know. I think it's a bad O line because Terry McLaurin is genuinely a, quite Curtis a good. Samuel, Curtis Samuel's good, and you got Antonio Gibson, who's good. J D McKissick to back him up. Like, yeah, and, and Diami Brown Thomas, has looked good in, in his Thomas first few is a, games. Is a good tight end for him to have. Like, 
He he's surrounded by some pieces. He doesn't have the protection de- like you were talking. And about. his defense has been truly quite bad. I'm not a big believer in Taylor Heineke. I think no, he's... I don't think he's. I don't think he's like great. I think he's. I think he's like Nick Foles. I think he's going to be a guy that is perennially between like the 28th and 34th best quarterback in the league, and no one can quite decide which. Yeah, he's Nick Foles, Ryan Fitzpatrick, all wrapped up into one. I don't think that's fair. I think I think it is. I I think Nick Nick Foles had great heights and was never like consistently very good. And he won. He beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl head to head, and he threw 350 yards or something in that game. Really good team around him. Yeah, I mean Nick Foles, but Nick a Foles really good. Nick Foles is absolutely one hundred percent a product of the team he's on, and, and Heineke, Taylor Heineke will be the exact same no matter where Heineke's he goes. Heineke's doing better than him with less. Is he uh, doing? I don't know if he's doing better. I mean, he threw well, I mean, two picks and zero touchdowns last week. I mean, Nick. I mean, Nick Foles is usually good for at least a touchdown and a a pick. Not not zero and two. Can't, he can't even beat a rookie out. First, well, they're also. I think they're intentional. That's what I'm saying about Nick Foles. That's, Andy Dalton, you, him not beating Andy Dalton. I don't, Dalton I don't is bad. think you can talk about him beating out somebody when that is. That's that's. I mean, that situation is just. Justin Fields is also that's, potentially that's screwed the, all on its own, and that's potentially the future of their franchise. You have to play that guy, and that whole situation's just ridiculous. But I think I, I don't I think, think you can. Where wasn't he in Jacksonville last year? Uh, he did have a stint in Jacksonville. He was with the Bears last year. He was with Jacksonville in 2019. Right. And he, he got hurt. He got hurt. He got hurt. He broke his collarbone in the oh, first game right. against it was the Chiefs. The first game against the Chiefs. That's right. And then he did come back later, but he and Minshew kind of duked it out for a few weeks. So he couldn't even get past Minshew. I mean, Minshew, but Minshew, was, is Minshew also, was also the Nick Foles guy. But, that was like but Minshew's also exactly to, Nick, Nick Foles. <laughs> he was like 32 to 34. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, Minshew is the same guy. Yeah. Minshew. Heineke, Foles. I think it's a little disrespectful to, to Heineke. I think you like him way too much. Nick Foles had a 27 touchdown, what, two pick season? I don't think he's a top 15 quarterback. Well, that. But I think I he's. I would slap your bald ass head if you said <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I think he's in the. I think he's in the 20 to 16 range. I don't know. I'd have to go Ugh. through where I rank him at. But I think he's a little bit closer to 15 than I think he's at anybody's m- giving him credit for. I think for. he's at most yeah. like 28. He's like 25th at best, I think. It's not that he's like he's not awful. He really isn't awful. I think he's fine, but no, I don't think he will he's ever. Got the Torsus Chiefs defense. That's true. He definitely is going to do that. He's a good pickup. Ricky Seals Jones is a good pickup because uh, Logan Thomas is out this he week. Got JD McKissick put him in because Gibson ain't playing, and if he does, it's not for long. Yeah, pick up Stephen Sims, former KU wide receiver, because all the other receivers might not play. <laughs> um, Man, KU wide receivers. Hey, is one is there another KU wide good. receiver that I would even know? Uh, Desmond Briscoe. Nope. Then probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like like KU's produced some like good NFL players, but a it's few. never a wide receiver. No, Stephen Sims is definitely the only like that I can think of off the top of my head that I can remember right now. Yeah. Recently, we're, he's easily the best. Uh, and small tangent, we're gonna get off on here in a second. Yes. Where did Puka end up? He's in Cincinnati. At Cincinnati? least he was in the preseason. Gotcha. I think he's still there. Because I was, I was kind of cheering he's for him in a the, little bit. He's in the league this year. Or he's at Cincinnati Bearcats. No, no, no. Cincinnati Bengals in, really? the, in the league. Yeah. At least in the preseason. I haven't checked in a while, Probably but that's where the league he was right now. If he was in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'd been. He'd be on a great team, but he's not. He's in. Yeah. He's, he's he, with the wrong Cincinnati uh, clawed animal team. I'll say this about Heineke. His touchdown to interception ratio isn't very good. It's eight to five. Yeah. Again, not the best. He's good weapons. Yeah. Yeah, pretty not decent. Not the weapons. best outside of Terry McLaurin. No. 
awful offensive line. You give him a little bit better offensive line, and I think those interceptions go away because he's being rushed a lot. But even with eight touchdowns and five interceptions, he's got a 64, almost 65% completion rate. Pretty good. And 1,200 yards. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's not bad. fine. Yeah, I mean he's he's not bad. I, I don't think he's awful. I just don't think he has the high end to start long term. No, he'll be I, fine I mean, this year. I mean, look at Joe Burrow. If you compare him to Joe Burrow, they got similar teams. Uh, I actually his wide receivers are much better. But Burrow's just are, last yeah. season and his running backs are much better. Just last season, we're t- if we looked at last season's Joe Burrow, I mean, I I, I think he still um, had better weapons. Yeah, I think he did. I mean, I mean he had Terry. I, I again, I was putting I was putting Terry aside. Last year they didn't have Curtis Samuel or Diami Brown either. But they had, uh, and he Gibson, still and almost had, beat Tom Brady in a playoff game. Yeah, that that's true. Washington's defense also played I, a lot better last year than that, they did at this the year. end of the year they did for sure. I predicted that they would because they had the D line, and that's all it took We're on for Tom Brady too until playoffs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've talked about Taylor Heineke for a long time. I didn't anticipate I don't know, that. Do you guys have any hot takes for this game like I do with Frank Clark? Yeah, Taylor Heineke one for two. Uh, one touchdown, two picks, and 200 yards. No, he, he he's going to torch the Chiefs. I'll nope. give you that. Um, one touchdown, two picks, 200 yards. Um, It's not really a hot take that this game I think is going to be closer than it should be. I think the Chiefs win by a couple scores by the end of it, but I think it's close-ish. You guys ready to pick it? I th- here's, here's what I'll say. Here's a relatively hot take. The Chiefs will turn it over at most one time, I think. It better not come from Pat. Man, if we turn the ball over one time, still gonna be, be pissed. So <laughs> but as, as learn, we about, motherfuckers. <laughs> as we talked about, I through the rest of the season, this Chiefs team is going to have a turnover problem. It is a problem this year for whatever and reason. It is it not is. going to. I don't. I don't believe. I believe it can be. I don't believe it will be fixed. I it is definitely a problem at this point. Like it is undeniably a problem. You can't have two four turnover plus games in, if you in hear the same clicking season. in the background. I'm sorry, that is my sticks is very blood. persistent to get his ass out. Of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not in the way form. I think we're good. Um, I think they will go one or less turnovers in this game, which would be an improvement. They will pick off Heineke twice, and he will have we, one. We do or need less to start Matthew. I think Matthew will get an interception. We do need to we do need to start winning the turnover yes. battle. Right now we're at minus seven, which is bad, really bad. It's piss not poor. good. Holy piss poor! If, really if Tyron bad. didn't come in and get those two picks that were very good picks in the beginning of the Ravens game, we'd be at minus nine. I think so. I think we're going to force at least two turnovers in this game, but we might still lose the turnover battle. <laughs> <We> <laughs> I don't could. think we will, but we could. but we definitely could because you know we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, I I think the Chiefs' offense. I think hopefully Josh Gordon is more involved. I would love to see that. Because he only got nine snaps, which was understandable because, I mean, it was his first game uh, and he only had a couple weeks to learn the system. Uh, it was a big game against a good team, so hopefully he will get more run. I think this offense is going to look very, yeah. very good against a bad team. I think they're going to score a lot of points. Especially, I, I, like, the Clyde injury, I guess, hurts a little bit because he's Clyde, but... But they also I mean, have Darryl a, Williams. It's, it's it's the running back. Position. It's not like Clyde has been torching people. No. I mean, he had a couple good he had games, a couple hundred but, yard games. But Darrell Williams with those same carries probably gets a hundred yards. Yeah. Or so, uh, it, yeah. I mean, plus rushing yards are not what we hinge our offense on. No, not so, even a little bit. I mean, sadly. 
It's a lot more fun to watch this way. <laughs> it's definitely more fun to watch this way. I, I think you definitely need a run game, Landon. A little bit. You need a little bit. You need a little bit. Need to bring those. Is your mind we, changing a little bit now? We need a, a tiny lot bit more to bring the those Brandon, two high safeties down. The Brandon Staley uh, interview, where he was talking about the run game, made me understand why you do have to run it you a, have a little to bit. Have a little, little bit of a run. Back, a little go bit. Go back and look at the film from the previous games, and everybody's running two high safeties, except for the game where Tyreek went off uh, against the Eagles. Is that right? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. He went off against the Eagles. They didn't play the two high safeties the whole time because they were starting to respect the run. Mm-hmm. They didn't get that against the Bills. We didn't get against that, that against anybody else. So they were playing two high yeah. safeties. Which is which also Pat becomes impatient and stops playing. That's that's the thing. Which is what, that's the other thing we're going to have to watch for the next few weeks. Pat is going to have to start being patient. Which is why if you're going to invest, what the defense is giving you, yeah. play in front of you instead of always looking for the deep. If you're going to yes. invest a first round draft pick on a running back. You might as well just throw in a second and go get your guy Zeke or something because Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not that guy. He's not. He's not Doesn't one of the, the big elite running backs. Nope. He's not. He's not Christian McCaffrey. He's not Alvin uh, Kamara. He's not um, Derrick Henry. No. Go get one of those guys if you want to invest the first round pick. You might as well just make it a little more and make sure that you get the best guy in the league. I would love to see a Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara in this Chiefs offense. It would be. It would be. It would incredible. actually push the needle. Right, Clyde Edwards Laird didn't push the needle. Right. So I don't know back, if we a good talent, but he doesn't. Push I don't know the if needle. we get those guys that we utilize them in the same way that they're being utilized. Where in the in the receiving game, I think Clyde is a very good receiving back, and for some reason we're just not seeing. But Alvin Man, Kamara and Christian, and McCaff- Christian McCaffrey are elite, if great you route threw runners. Christian McCaffrey's <laughs> Texas route on this offense, I th- people would I not know would what be... the hell is about to happen. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. I just I'm, talk about bringing I'm the two safeties about, down a little bit. I'm cautious yeah. about it because I haven't seen any. Andy Reid outside of Philly be able to play with a running back with Patrick Mahomes, uh, Kareem Hunt. But oh, uh, that's true. I'll, I'll give you that. Because when he has a Kareem, really when he I has mean, a really good one, and Kareem has it works been, better. I mean, I, he's proven that he's that's true. I'll take that. He back. might be one of those guys. He's just he a backup on a team. He is that guy. He, he is he is one he's of those guys. guys. He is absolutely one, one of those, of those guys. guys. He's going to get himself out of Cleveland and get him a starting job somewhere and be fantastic. Yep. He will bring him back. I hate him for lying. What he did. Don't lie. Don't kick people and don't lie. I could see him coming back. It's basically long shot, but the first as a free agent, I can see him coming. Just kidding. (laughs) You guys ready to pick it? I said, are we ready to pick this game? Go ahead. I'm going to take the Chiefs to score a lot of points. I think they're going to win 47 to 31. Uh, 16 point win for the Chiefs. I do think Washington will score. I think it'll have a similar feel to the Eagles game. It's close early. Chiefs do get a turnover or two. They score. They capitalize off those. They extend their lead to a two-score game, and, and Washington can never really get back in after that. 47-31. to 31. We Chiefs. have very different games this, this week, uh, Landon. Um, you got I've a got, defensive I, struggle? I've got the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, not a def- defensive struggle. Like I said, Taylor Heineke, one touchdown, two picks. That's true. The Chiefs are winning this game 31-17. to 17. I'm also going to take the lesser score like Caleb. I'm going to give us – it is still going to be somewhat of a higher score, but uh, 38 to 27. All right. Chiefs are holding the team to 17 points. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, but there we go. 
We all have the Chiefs winning, and we all have them winning by two scores. Uh, Chiefs are favored by seven in this game, by Which the way. makes sense, because they, they are the superior team, and I think they will show that. Take the over, boys. We can go ahead and move on to the rest of our Sunday slate. We did have our Thursday night game where, uh, goodness, I can't even remember who played. Uh, Tampa and Philly. Tampa comes away with a win. Uh, my buddy lost a lot of money on his birthday betting the over, and it took the <laughs> under. Good job getting that two-point conversion real, at the end so for no sad. For nothing. Worthless two-point <laughs> conversion. <laughs> but we will start off our Sunday slate of games. We do have an England game starting at 8.30. It is the Miami Dolphins taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Tua is back this week. Miami is a three-point favorite. <clears throat> a three-point favorite in this game. I am going to take the Miami Dolphins to get the win. I think it's going to be really close. Way too close for Dolphins fans, but I think they get the win narrowly. Yeah, um, I think the Dolphins are the better team, but I although I, the Jags are the sneaky bet here, I will I say this is definitely a good one to take. feeling a Jacksonville Jaguars See, victory. I here. almost did it. I almost I, did I it. Think the Jacksonville Jaguars get the first win of the season today. I'm also or, taking the well, Jags Sunday. to get their first win on Sunday. Interesting. Next right. up in the noon hour, we got two four and one teams going head to head. We've got Justin Herbert leading the Chargers into Baltimore, taking on the Ravens. Cannot what a game! For Baltimore this. is a two and a half point favorite. This might be the AFC Championship, boys. Ooh, well, don't speak too soon. <laughs> I'm gonna. T- I had to throw I'll, it out there. I I don't even disagree. I think the Chargers are really good. I think the Chargers arguably have the highest top end in the AFC. No, uh, we have the highest top end, but we just not. We have well, a long way to get there. That that's true on offense at least. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, I think the Chargers are going to go in and get this win on the road. Uh, it's going to be a, a good game. I really do think it's going to be a good game. Uh, hopefully, it's somewhat back and forth like Browns Chargers was. But I think uh, I think Justin Herbert's going to outdo Lamar, get the win. I will be cheering for Lamar more than I ever have in his whole entire <laughs> career because man, we some at some point the Chargers have to lose for us to catch them. I hate that Justin Herbert <laughs> is so much fun to watch because yeah, he is so fun. much yes. fun. And to I am watch. falling in love with uh, Brandon Staley as head coach. Same, Bro, I, I know. I like their team too much. I and I'm like, no, I can't like the Chargers. <laughs> once we happening. were looking for this rivalry that Mahomes is going to have with somebody. I think it's Herbert. I, I think it's Herbert. I think it is Herbert. I, I mean, yeah. I cannot wait to force sure. them throughout their careers. Yeah, but. Today, I got the Baltimore Ravens, and it might just be out of sheer hope, but Baltimore Ravens uh, topping them at home. I also hope that the Ravens win this game, although I wouldn't put my money on it. Give it to the Chargers and an over at two and a half. Next up in the noon hour, we've got First Cousins and the Vikings going into Carolina, taking on the Panthers. No CMC this week, or it's looking very slim. Uh, Minnesota at two and three is a two and a half point favorite. This was in Carolina, you said? In Carolina, I'm going to take the Panthers then uh, in a another close game. I think uh, I just I don't really have any faith in Minnesota at all. So give me Carolina. Not a lot of faith in Minnesota, but also not, not a lot, lot of faith of, in Carolina. Not either. a lot of faith in Carolina without C-Mac. So I got the Vikings. Uh, Adam Thielen for a big game in Carolina. I'm also going to take the Vikings here without CMC. I don't think Sam Darnold is very good. He regressed last week very heavily. I think he has a much better game, but give me the Vikings in this win as well. I uh, hope he has just as bad a game because I'm playing <laughs> him in fantasy, and my team is beat up. Beat up. <laughs> Next up, we've got Aaron Rodgers leading the Packers into Chicago, taking on Justin Fields and the Bears. Green Bay is a six-point favorite. Yeah, Packers by a couple scores. Aaron Rodgers, who just said he would never play for the Bears, uh, also gave some mad respect to the fans, though. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers is going to come out with another victory in Chicago, uh, which might be his last as a backer. B 
big dick swinging out there. Aaron Rodgers is just going to let it rip. A couple score win there. Next up, we've got Joe Burrow and the noon hour. We've got Joe Burrow and the Bengals heading into Detroit, taking on the 0-5 Lions, who shouldn't be 0-5. Uh, Cincinnati here is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I do think the Lions, much like the Jags, I think are a sneaky good bet, but I am going to take Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And I am going to take the sneaky good bet again. I think the Detroit Lions are going to get their first victory. They're definitely hungry for that win, and I think they're just going to want it more on Sunday. Bengals are just too good right now. They've got the run game. They've got the pass game. Burrow, so many weapons. So, for some reason, I think it's because of Jamar Chase is just getting a little bit more protection. He can get the ball out a lot quicker. So give me the Bengals to win here. Next up in the noon hour, we've got Davis Mills and the Houston Texans. <laughs> Who played well, in fairness. He they played do. well played against well. the Patriots. Which is They're... crazy because that's the first like rookie quarterback this season that's yes. even like looked remotely good against Belichick. Yeah. Leave it to Dave, I, I, <laughs> Davis. It's Mills. insane to me. Davis Mills was the rookie quarterback to play really well against Belichick. Almost beat him. Yeah. He's still lost, in fairness, but he looked really good. Well, they're heading into Lucas Oil Stadium, taking on Carson Wentz and the 1-4 Colts. Colts are a 10-point favorite in this game. <laughs> You're rarely going to see two 1-4 teams go against each other and one's favored by 10. <laughs> wow. Uh, I do I do think the Colts win, and I don't, I don't think they cover, though. They win, but they don't cover. Oh, man, if they cover, that's going to be hilarious. But, um, damn, yeah, give me the Colts. Holy cow, I didn't know that, uh, that the Texans were going to be that under under favored there. Give me the Colts in this one, too. I do think they cover. I think Davis Mills just played the best game of his life. That's also very likely, yeah. Uh, next up in the noon hour, we've got the Los Angeles Rams heading into MetLife Stadium, taking on... Uh, not Daniel Dimes. It's going to be Mike Glennon and the Giants. <laughs> People Rams... thought Mike Glennon was going to be a thing there for a minute. <laughs> uh, not Rams a chance. <laughs> are a nine-point favorite in this game. Yeah, that's your cover. <laughs> Rams big. Rams big, uh, probably by 17 and a half. This is like a college line here. Yeah. <laughs> I would massive, definitely take the over on that. Win. I'm also going to take the Rams in this game. Put the house loan on it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Put my mortgage on it. Maybe come out big. Uh, we're going to move on to the 305 game since we already picked the Chiefs game. We've got 305. Uh, this is Arizona Cardinals heading into Cleveland, Ohio, taking on the Browns. Cleveland is a three-point favorite. Wow, with which their is, which odds is are coming from about. the sports book that shall not be named because they are not giving us $50 million. S- some injuries there. $50 million. <laughs> right. I'll take 10. There's your ultimatum right sports book that will not be named. I'll take 10 at <laughs> $50 million or we don't name you. I think they're probably going to be able to live with that. Uh, with the injuries in Cleveland, I do think that's really interesting that they're still favored. I know it's a home game, but I'm going to take the Cardinals to remain undefeated. Man, yep. there's some really good games. Cleveland's defense is banged up still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, um, I think Arizona. I did actually end up starting Tom Brady, and he went for like 36, so I'm fine. Uh, it's yeah. actually his first game of the season that he didn't go for 40 in my Threw league. Threw two picks. He did. But I'll take it. Um, <laughs> but give me the Cardinals in this one. I think they're all they're going to win. Uh, Cleveland's banged up. I don't. I, I cannot believe they're a favorite. That's yeah. definitely one to bet on. It's weird. Uh, that is one to give bet Give me the Cardinals. Yes. I'm also going to take the Cardinals. I think that puts us all three. I think Kyler Murray is going to have a big game uh, for that. Man. Next up in the 325 hour, we've got Derek Carr and the Raiders going into Mile High Stadium, taking on Teddy B and the Broncos. Denver is a four-point favorite. I think they're going to get that win and give uh, the Raiders their third consecutive loss. 
Give me Denver. Yeah, give me the Raiders here. I don't have any faith in the Broncos to pull out a victory here at all. Uh, Vic Fangio is going to get Derek Carr right and just obliterate him with that defense. It's no going to be very ugly. Give me a Denver Donkeys win on this one. Next up, last game in the 325 hour, we've got Dak and the boys heading into New England, taking on the two and three Patriots led by Mac Jones. Dallas is only a three and a half point favorite after playing as well as they have so far this season. Yeah, and that's kind of the Bill Belichick effect right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think this will, I think this game is going to be close for a minute and then Dallas goes on a tear in the third and, yeah, and blows it away. Sure. Dallas wins. Yeah, I think Dallas gets up early, actually, because I think Bill Belichick's definitely a second-half guy. But um, Unless it's against Pat Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to. I mean, he, he was probably planning that for several, several weeks. Because he true. knew <laughs> yeah. that man needed a, a freaking a playbook. <laughs> he made a whole playbook for Patrick Mahomes. But give me the Dallas Cowboys. I'm also going to take the Dallas Cowboys here. I think it's going to be... Uh, Pretty spread out score going into the second half. In the second half, they make it closer, probably close in on that three and a half. Uh, Last game of Sunday coming in. It's our Sunday night football game, and it is a sleeper fest. We've got Geno Smith taking the Seahawks into Heinz Field. Why? Why did you not flex this? (laughs) I don't think they can flex yet. They can't. No, they can't, can they? they? Oh, I think they can. I don't think they can. Maybe it's week seven. I'm not sure. Oh, what think, an atrocious yeah, game. Week 7, it. week 8, I think they can flex. I need uh, to do Pittsburgh. anything else. So this was only Russell Wilson versus a terrible Steelers <laughs> team. They should not have done this in the first place. No. Uh, Pittsburgh been, in this game is a five-point favorite. There's two games this week that are like absolute bangers. Like game of the <laughs> you year done, You could have done things. a lot better. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I am definitely – I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Uh, Seattle's defense is bad, and Geno Smith is playing a really good Pittsburgh defense. Really good is a uh, stretch. Playing a really, really good pass rusher in TJ Watt. <laughs> Give me Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks oh. in this game. I don't know about that. I got the Seahawks. I don't know about that one, Chief. The Steelers. Give me the Steelers to cover in this one. It's not going to be close. We'll move on to our Monday night game. We've got Josh Allen and the Bills heading into Nashville, Tennessee, taking on the Titans. Fun game. Buffalo is, for some odd reason, only a five and a half favorite. This is a blowout last season. Remember that weird Tuesday night, like forty-two to sixteen shellacking, where Derrick Henry illegally adopted Josh Norman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, yeah, this game was not close last year, and I don't know if it's going to be close this year, but it's going to be Bills winning instead. No, I think the the Tennessee is going to get a sneaky one this week. I think Ooh. Tennessee beats Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo Bills are on their high horse right now, and I think it's they're going to get knocked off of it real quick. Justin Russo is about to have himself a game. Greg, Gregory Russo. Gregory Russo, Justin Russo, Eric Bledsoe. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Either way, Josh <laughs> Allen's dad. <laughs> uh, Bills are going to come out with a blowout, like, 40-point win in this game. That defense is <laughs> atrocious. I think Tyler has predicted at least four or five three-score wins for, for people. <laughs> <laughs> Every game is going to be 50-0. to zero. <laughs> Or twenty four to twenty three, no in between. No in between. <laughs> that's no. That, that's the, that's that's how media works now. That's the only. That's the only way to say things. <laughs> it's either going to be the closest thing or the worst thing ever. Best thing ever. Worst thing ever. No in between. Ever. We're still slated for a couple of good games though. Oh, I think there's gonna be a couple of really. Is good this games. the worst Chiefs team of all time? No, not even close. <laughs> all you two year fans. 
I'm, I'm thankful that welcome. you jumped on the bandwagon. I wonder welcome. welcome. Be patient and don't let's, talk. Let's tamper <laughs> it down a little bit. We're not going to trade Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyron and, Matthew, Hill, yeah. and Tyron Matthew. It's yeah. not I wonder happy. which one of the like 12 blueprints they got to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if it's the Chargers one or if it – well, I can't even say that anymore because they did beat them now. Um, that's a good joke, though. Really, they gave I like Patrick the Mahomes and – the rest of the offense, the blueprint, and they just yeah. were like, yeah, let's just give them the The blueprint to beat the Chiefs is score a billion points or hope the Chiefs turn the ball over three times. Not even, sure not even you score, don't give up one single even, deep play. Not even <laughs> yes. score a billion points. Let's score the bi- a billion points and convince Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the <laughs> offense to give you the ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Yeah, no, that's the plan. If you are a magician, you're going to win because you can hypnotize them and just be like, hey, give the ball. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly. That's what they've been doing all season. Correct. And we're going to plan on doing this all season. Uh, thank you for listening. I am Maybe Landon. even the offseason. Maybe the offseason. Definitely the offseason. We'll do yeah. stuff. We'll be here. I'm Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at CDerlin53. I'm Tyler Savaitanaya. You can find me at underscore Suavage underscore. You can find the show on Twitter at TLCFP, where we tweet stuff during games and during the week as well. Anything else, boys, before we get out of here? Go Chiefs. Yeah, go Chiefs. Yeah, as always, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Chiefs. So many Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm a Chief. You're a Chief. You get a Chief. We all get a Chief. Go Chiefs. Tyler's Bye. dog's name is Chief. That's that is true. true. That's true. He looks and like a pit bull version. He has been bad luck to this point. Fuck he that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he has been. Damn it, I got to get rid of him. Love you, Chief. Chief.